What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Busy Sticks, the Geekiverse's all-video game talk show. We've got a lot of good stuff to get to today, including the Super Mario movie trailer. CD Projekt Red shows their cards for the next decade. Maybe a new Crash Bandicoot game. And Phil Spencer playing coy uh, with uh, with the public in a congratula- congratulatory tweet for Fallout's 25th anniversary. I'm Josiah Leroy with me today, Mr. Baba Yaga. John, if there's a third thing that we like in addition to video games, and beer it's sports it is oh it's sports all right we it's it's a beautiful time right now in buffalo we've got hockey uh it's back this for once it's it's weird it's like a normal season we've got the sabers starting their season tomorrow uh there's a lot of optimism around them i'm a homer i've got the t-shirt that i got from 26 shirts i've got my hat on i'm all in right now you're going to some uh, playoff baseball this weekend. It's, Dude, it's a good time, man. I, I can't even express how excited I am for that. Not to mention the Buffalo Bills are just rolling, and they're like the, the Super Bowl favorite right now. Are you kidding me? What a time to be a Buffalo fan. What a time. It's so weird that they're almost like out of mind because they've they've coasted you know, for, for some of this season here. Right. Uh, it, it is, the expectation is that they just go to the Super Bowl or at least battle with you know Kansas City and uh, the AFC championship man sunday is going to be crazy against kansas city that is the game of the year that's going to be circle that one already playing for home field advantage there can't wait to see that one uh yeah so so good times ahead we're uh we've got a fantasy hockey league going we've got the geekiverse boys all four of us in it for the first time yeah Uh, john and i are facing off this week i think we've got a pretty good battle going on um just just right now you just a quick update you're down by you're down by eight all right, pretty good, pretty good. Not, I'll not bad. No, uh, all of our players have come to play here. Uh, John and I are going to finish in the top three in the standings. I'm telling you right now, probably a championship matchup. I'm sorry, Book it. Tim and JP. Book but, it. You know, as rookies, you guys should just you know go through the motions here, learn what you can, and then maybe next year. Yeah, pay, probably pay. not if you're in a league with me and John. So yeah, we'll see. Pay, pay your league dues and you know figure it out. <laughs> We've got fantasy hockey on the brain. Fantasy <laughs> football obviously just started about a month and a half ago, dude, uh, and then. It, First week of January, man. We gotta do. We bring it back. We gotta do fantasy games. So we're, this is a video game podcast. We talk sports long enough. We love fantasy. Yeah, the the fantasy video game league is so much fun. We've done it twice. We missed it last year. What a bummer. We, we we're coming back for 2023 for sure. That is so much fun. It's coming back. We're gonna bring Derek Kramer back. All of it. It's gonna be well. Great. Okay, we we haven't we haven't chatted about that part yet. So we'll you know we'll take some of the conversations off air. We'll, we'll see if we want to bring him back. I don't know. It depends. We have to eat a wing or two to get into that. <laughs> So we're here to talk video games. Like we said, uh, we missed last week. I'm sorry. I was traveling and uh, we're going to make up for it with a nice show here. It, it'll happen. We, we, we say this is a weekly show. Yeah, whatever. It, we're going to miss some grow up. That's all right. <laughs> it's a mostly weekly show. You know? <laughs> the occasional miss here, but we're going to do our best here. Uh, thanks for tuning in to twitch.tv slash the geekiverse or live at youtube.com slash the geekiverse. Um, so, like I mentioned, we like beer. So what's about to be in our system? John, I'm, I'm going to go first because it ties into uh, the work trip. I go brought some beer home with me. Ooh. Uh, I was only one state over. I was in PA. But um, I saw a beer that I felt like I just needed to have. Never heard of them before. They uh, are called Axeman Brewery. And it's called a Hazy Daisy. So oh, obviously- oh that's, yeah, that's, that's right up the alley right there. Got to do it. I love my hazy IPAs. My daughter being named Daisy, it's just too perfect. Oh, I was thinking of Daisy um, Ridley. I didn't even think about the daughter thing. <laughs> just kidding. 
She's the second fiddle, right? No. Uh, 6.4%. This is a, a classic hazy IPA. Doesn't doesn't do anything over the top, but what it does, it does well. So I got to say, uh, definitely a fan, and I'd be curious to try out more of Axeman. They are in Belfont, PA, so I'm not too familiar with that, but happy that I made the stop to get this uh, on the way home. Cool, cool. John, what do you got? I got a fun one, man. So uh, so the wife and I, we did uh, two weekends ago, we did a Rochester, New York beer trip. We did five breweries. It was it was a lot of fun. We did, where do we start? We started at K2. We did um, one that I forget the name of. It was a small brewery. Like they don't distribute. So the second one right by K2. We did Fifth Frame. We did Stillwater. We did... There's one more we did that I forget, but what? I, oh, um, Strange Bird. Oh, Strange Bird was probably the best of the bunch. Like a really, really cool place. Um, but what I brought home was something from um, from Fifth Frame. So they do a series called the Blizzy. So it's it's their ice cream series. Like their you know their take on the Blizzard. They call it a Blizzy. This one is called Disney Blizzy, but it's spelled D I Z N Y. So it's, it's, it's their copyright-free way to say this is a Disney blizzy. So if you're not familiar, if you go to Disney World, there's a very popular treat called the Dole Whip. So Dole, the, like the pineapple, the fruit company, Dole, they've partnered with them, and they do like a, a frozen treat. It's called the Dole Whip. It's like a thing you get that you go to Disney, you get a churro, you get Dole Whip. Like that's what you get. And I went there in July. It was awesome. We had plenty of Dole Whips. It's great. This is a Dole Whip beer. And oh, my God, it tastes just like the Disney Dole Whip. It's It's insane absolutely bonkers we had this at the brewery we're like wait a minute this this just this doesn't even taste like beer which is like you know take that for what you will but it tastes just like the dole whip that we had at disney dude oh, that just strikes so many chords with me uh i want to say aurora Brewworks out in east aurora had um a different flavor of the blizzy there i i don't know what it was and why i didn't get it yeah there's tons there's tons <laughs> Yeah, they, so they, they like they're they're kind of like froth in the sense that like the the Blizzy is one of their staples, but they also have the Bath Bomb, and they're both like heavily fruit and sour. So they've got like whatever you want. The Bath Bomb's a little thinner. The Blizzy, the Blizzy, she yeah, she thick, Blizzy they're, thick. Uh, she, she thick with two C's. She right? thick, yeah. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers, my man. By the way, I don't know if I've had this glass on the on the show yet. Um, this is another glass to mouth beauty. Yes, the uh, chili. Kevin from the office. This is um, this might have been their first glass, but they bring it back. So they every other glass basically has been limited edition. Once they're out, they're out. This one they always keep on on hand. And uh, yeah, big fan of the work. Glass Very to mouth. Cool. I've always got the the different ones on the show. I know John's got a, a bunch himself, but no better way to to have a beer. I think I think at this point I've broken more than I currently have. <laughs> I'm, I'm not there yet. I've broken my fair share. Actually, people break mine. It's, Tim. It's, it's Tim. It's Lauren. it's Lauren. That's it. I I never. I'm always like, I, I might as well wear gloves. I'm like, no, please, it, it, be careful. It's always me. But I I wash all my dishes, so I do I do all my stuff by hand. And I and I've, every time I just drop them in the sink, and they're so thin that they, they just shatter. And you're you're a smart man. You've never played with a frisbee with with one in your hand. I certainly have not. That I know of. Maybe you did. I I don't know. But you know, it is what it is. So we know, we know what's in our systems now, but John, what's in your system? What games you've been playing? I've got a huge list. I I've I took the dive back in, dude. Oh I God. see you. I see you on all my friends' lists. I see you on everything. I'm seeing you on Steam. I'm seeing you on PlayStation. I go on Discord. You're playing stuff. You're all over the place. I'm um, a maniac right and, now. And I'll give you your platform because I don't have much to say. <laughs> like I, I I've been playing uh, I've been playing Fortnite. 
that's that's my freaking that's my go-to game mate. you know that's where I, uh, that's where i sink my fun hours into the new season's cool uh level 100 is going to be gwen stacy so i'm grinding it's 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 the fall which means fort nightmares is coming out that's their their annual uh halloween you know spin on their on the thing that's always fun we got zombies we got new guns stuff like that so i've been playing fortnite it's been fun but i've got the itch to get into some spooky stuff dude i've got the itch spooky and also to get back into a replay my first replay of life is strange true colors yeah, yeah. that's th- those two are right there so i'm like all right i want to start resident evil 7 and then eventually go into 8 and then i want to play life is strange true colors so i'm just figuring out what's the best way to you know how do i do this how do i get the best of the fall vibes because I'm a, I'm a fall boy I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big big fall boy i love it i love the cold weather i love the leaves i love i love what's happening playoff baseball hockey's back like this is perfect for me i love pumpkin everything pumpkin beer pumpkin spice pumpkin loaf whatever you got i'm in i i'm just i'm this is my life right i love i love fall so i i get all in with the spooky stuff i'm watching scary movies every night i'm going to see halloween kills tomorrow night i can't wait or halloween ends i'm sorry halloween ends tomorrow night like i'm all about it so i i gotta get into the spooky game soon well, guys, as our, our friend of the show, Jeremy White, would say, fall is elite. Elite. It certainly is. Uh, guys, he's not kidding. He's got a fridge full of pumpkin beer. Oh, I love it. Well, I did. I, I, he, okay, that's fair. So when I went over his house recently <laughs> I, for our fantasy hockey draft, I opened up the fridge. It punched me in the face. Yeah. I, like, he, it was crazy. No, it, I, I'm, we've talked about this. I'm not a pumpkin guy, but I'm, I'm happy that you are. Uh, in terms of my advice for the two games you're contemplating there, I'm... I don't often recommend this. I would do both. Yeah. So, so that, that's my plan like, for sure. Okay. So I, I will, I, I want to do one steam deck, one console. So like one sit down like on the TV, play it. And then one steam deck. And like, the problem is I have to buy, I have to rebuy something. I have to rebuy something somewhere for, to make it happen. Do no, but we have resident evil seven for steam deck. No, we only have eight. We only have Village, so nobody has RE7, but I sh- I'm sure I can find it for like 75 cents and a, and a couple of shoelaces on Steam. Like I'm, <laughs> like I'm sure I can figure it out, you know, it's, it's Steam, it's, it's out there. So, <laughs> a couple of Applebee's coupons and I'm there. What about, um, are you are you dead set on playing it on, well, okay. I'm so not dead set on, on anything, but I would, I would like to do one handheld, one big screen. That's, that's the... It's, not, it's on PS5. It's part of the PS Plus collection. I know. I, I, it's, I have it on PS. I have it on Xbox as well. Uh, Games with Gold. It was there back in the day. So I have. I own it on two platforms. That's my problem. You're just looking to buy it again. Got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, as we often do, right? So I am playing Resident Evil Eight, and when I say I'm playing it, I this is horrible. What a gap I had, but I'm making up for it. September September seventeenth is when I started it, and I played an hour, and that was it. I didn't play any other like video games minus games with my daughter since then until yesterday. Well, I took the dive in and I'm a few hours past that now and I'm ready to go. Man, Resident Evil 8 is good. It just nails so much that I love about the series. And when I say that, I mean my experiences from the remakes. So Resident Evil 2 and 3 and then I played through 7. And uh, it, it's striking a chord, man. And I love Lady Dimitrescu. Oh my gosh, do I? Yeah. What are your it. what are your thoughts compared to seven so far? Um, I would say so it's unique in that the storyline it, it's a true sequel. Like it, the storyline continues very close to where seven left off. Very different dynamic. Almost think of like an it, it's all the same, but think like alternate universe. 
it's like seven you're in this house in louisiana there's a bunch of southern hicks that have gone crazy and there's a lot of stuff going on and you're trapped in their house what a horribly creepy setting this one is scary but not like that like seven i was like on the edge of my seat the entire time i was nervous to go around any corner it was really stressful eight it, i've not felt that way yet i'm i'm close to like i'm like three hours in so i'm in the first quarter of the game still maybe third and i love the setting it's it's open though it's it's it, you're in this castle but you can go outside you travel to different buildings it's it's not as like edge of my seat i'm gonna crap my pants but at the same time like i'm really into the story I cannot wait to see what happens next. Got it. Yeah, I, I got to get into these these new RE games. I loved RE2. RE3, I didn't play it. I just heard that it wasn't as good. And like something else came out around that time. So I just didn't play it. Um, well, I'd love to get back to it. But my focus uh, is, is doing seven and eight. So the, 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 that's got to be my next like my next real dive into something into something new. Because because Life is Strange, that's a replay for me. I played it last year. I played it once, and then I went through it sort of again to get the platinum. You know, you can just hop in those chapters and grab the stuff you need, the stuff you miss. So I probably experienced a little bit more of the game, but truly played through it once. What a good fall game. Like, what a good fall vibe game with the music and, the, you know, the scenery and, and Haven Springs. Um, so I'm excited for that, but, like, I'm all about the scary stuff. So I, I got to do this. I, that's that's a commitment for me. You got to hold me to this. If I'm not talking about RE next episode, there's a problem. <laughs> I agree. Uh, okay, that's my homework this week. Uh, with Life is Strange, like John and I are going to talk about that game forever. It's just going to keep rearing its head here. Um, if John, I think you should get it for Steam Deck. No reason. Oh yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why you want that. <laughs> <laughs> it can be my we're, first uh, we're, we're, achievement max out game. Uh, we're we're getting close to the to the season of sales, so like it's got to be available for you know a couple of gum wrappers soon. I think that's how Steam works. <laughs> that's what you said you know shoelaces i'm very curious to see how this currency <laughs> system works I'm, I'm no pc gamer but I'm it's, it's new to me too i'm thinking yeah day by day uh maybe tim can uh weigh in on that sometime right so uh yep i'm playing resident evil 8 the longest playthrough ever of god of war i'm in the same boat where i've just gone through these gaps where i haven't played games for like a month are, um, are you playing that on playstation or on steam deck uh, I'm playing it on PlayStation. I started it before we got the Steam Deck. God, okay. PS5? Yes. So playing it on my PS5. It's the, the PS4 updated version, better graphics, all that good stuff. Um, I, I I wanted to play it one more time before Ragnarok comes out in just under a month, by the way. Uh, uh, John, did, did you pre-order that controller? I did. <laughs> We're so weak, Same. dude. We are so dude, I weak. I can't help it. We both... We both... What? I said no to that silver Xbox controller. It's oh, beautiful. that's. But I haven't turned on my Xbox. Dude, that's not the same. That's not the same. There, there are, there are somehow more Xbox controllers than there are PlayStation exclusive games, which is like a, a tough feat. It's it's insane. <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna go down that road. I want to talk about God of War for a second. Um, okay, go ahead. I. I'm in, I'm in a different camp when it comes to that stuff. Like when when Horizon came out, God of War is coming. Like stuff like that. Sequels are coming. I usually don't play the last game before to get myself into it because, like, I don't want to have too much of that thing because God of War Ragnarok is going to be a very true sequel to God of War, right? I don't, I don't want to be used to that combat and be used to that world. Like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on YouTube and watch a quick recap video before that game comes out, and that's how I'm gonna experience it. I don't want to be back in that world. I want Ragnarok to be the one that brings me back to that world. Same with Horizon. Same with The Last of Us Part Two. I didn't play Part One. I didn't play the first one before that came out. Like, that's not my that's not my style. I understand. 
understand it. Like, I think you're in the majority. Like, most people want to get a taste, like, you know, refresh themselves, play those games again. For me, I want the new one to bring me back into that world. I will watch a YouTube video. I'll, I'll get, I'll, you know, I'll, I want to be brought back to speed on the story, but yeah, the new one is where I want to get back into it. Dude, there's... So before I forget, there's an outstanding uh, recap video that Sony put out. I don't know if you watched it or not. It it's not it so it, it was on the front page of like your PlayStation Five maybe about a month ago, and oh my gosh, why can't I think of the name of the girl who hosted this? It's incredible. So she's it's it's very Halloween esque. A lot of Pierce. Nope. Trisha Hershberger. Uh, not Lucy O'Brien. Oh gosh! Anyway, I can't believe it. This is so embarrassing. From IGN. So embarrassing. No. Oh, I don't know. I don't it's know. So, it, she's so well known. Anyway, I'll come back to it. Um, she narrates. She basically, it's like she's sitting next to a fireplace. It's thundering outside, lightning. She's like, "Let's recap God of War." So they sit down, and she basically reads the story in like seven minutes. Lucy James. It's, it might be Lucy James. Hang on, hang on. Hang Lucy on. James Games. Game spot. Hang on, hang on. No, no, it's not Lucy James. Okay. I can't believe I can't think of it. Anyway, so it's so well done, but it will catch you up like that. And it, like how brilliant of Sony to do that, to put that out, knowing that people oh, were going to want to be like. Like me, I, I don't want to play it again. Yeah, I just want, I want the recap. Exactly. Last guess. Exactly. Naomi Kyle. Nope. That was my last guess. That's it. That's all I got. I'm I'm kicking myself for not knowing this. This is terrible. Um, so that exists. My opinion on playing games like prior to sequels coming out, I don't always do it, but I do it for my favorite games. I think or games that I'm really high on, like God of War. It's one of my top five all time favorite games. And oh yeah, I wanted to go back and platinum this. I'm not going to have time to do that with everything that I've got in the pipeline for games that I want to play right now. Uh, but for example, also Gotham Knights, which I'm really excited about, is coming out in about 10 days even though it's not necessarily the same thing i went back and played batman arkham knight on my steam deck because i wanted an experience for one of my favorite franchises on the steam deck and that was it And i'm like hey that's perfect i'll play that kind of wet my appetite a little bit for that style of combat before gotham knights comes out so i i don't i didn't do it for horizon i didn't play the first game prior to forbidden west coming out in february i just went in fresh so there, there's, there's a positive and a negative. I think the positive is you, like I go into a game like God of War or I think of back when uh, Arkham City came out and I replayed Arkham Asylum right before it. I love all the subtle upgrades. Some, it gets better sometimes. They tighten up the controls. They introduce new dynamics. It can be fresh. In the event they don't do that, that's where the negative comes in. It is a lot, like you said, John. You don't, you don't want to have too much of it. So I totally get both sides to that that coin. Yeah, I, you know? I can't say I've ever done it. Like I, I'm a big sequel guy. I love my franchises. Like I'm, I'm all about that stuff. I can't, I can't say video game wise I've ever replayed like an original or you know a, a prequel before the next game came out. It's just you know, it's never the way I've done it. But I respect it. I get it. I understand it. I can't wait to to uh, just get into Ragnarok and as, as a fresh experience. I've only played God of War once back when it came out, 2018. Crazy. So. I, I was in that boat until this this playthrough that's taken me like six months to get through. Which is crazy. <laughs> but uh, what's crazy is looking back at the trophies, 
I beat that game in five days and it's not a huge game, so you can do it, but yeah. like, that was it. And it's amazing to me that I loved a game that much and was just done with it. Dude. I, uh, so I've got, I've got a friend, friend of the show, my, my buddy, Phil, who's a coworker of mine, but a long time friend, even before coworker, well, actually coworker met him there friend for a while. Coworkers again by, ha- by happenstance. Um, he, he, he played the first God of war in one sitting by accident. He he just he just got the game on the Friday it came out and just played the whole thing and just didn't get up. And we were talking the other day, we were talking about games. He's just he just goes down into a slump. He's like, I'm gonna play the next God of War in one sitting again, am I aren't I? I'm like, I think you might, dude. I think it's gonna happen. He's like, I think I'm gonna do it by accident. I'm like, Yep, you're gonna do it again because like yeah, what a what a bizarre Bizarre situation, but I think I'm close. I think I, I think that game came out on a Friday, like most po- uh, PlayStation games do. I think I beat it on that Monday. Yeah, I, I just couldn't put it down, and I had some late nights, and just I, you know, had a little bit more time on my hands, and I just went for it, and I loved it so much. What, what a time! Because that week or the next week, Infinity War came out. Like that was the pinnacle. Wow. Of, right. The like one of my favorite games ever, and one of my favorite movies ever. Within wow. Days of each other. Um. So, John, back to the God of War video. It's called Myths of Midgard. Okay. You can find it online, but it was on the PlayStation dashboard. Felicia Day. Fel- oh, dude, I, she I was, couldn't think of I her was, name. Uh, Fel- she was on the tip of my tongue. I feel, oh, I feel like such a jerk. Felicia, I know you'll never see this, but I apologize. Uh, so, I did skip show and tell, and this would have been a better segue with the Xbox controller discussion. Yeah. But uh, just like our Xbox Series X, John, that you and I each have. We we've not turned them on in a long time. Really played them in forever. I'm not sure that mine still works, but we'll see. I turned mine on just to see like what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Does it work? Yeah, of course it works. Like I, I haven't played it since really Halo and Forza. Think about that, by the way. Go back just about ten months. You and I played the hell out of Halo for a few weeks and Forza. It was really an awesome time for Xbox, and then off a cliff. Spend a minute. So, like our Xboxes that we haven't seen in a while, cleaning out my basement, going through some stuff. Y'all remember strategy guides? Oh my god, I sure do. Yes. So I don't, I don't really know why I have this. To be honest, I think me and my dad were so into Halo Three that maybe we picked it up on sale one time. But this thing is like pristine uh, condition here. That's awesome. It is. I want to like just take a look, a a look back at it. But for all the kids out there. strategy guides were a thing i do i don't even know if they sell them still to be honest with you i think some games have them if i wouldn't if, be surprised gamestop exists so they must exist right like that's awesome yeah, so I, i'm really excited about this i i kept it is that hardcover it's, it's not but it's like it's harder than your average uh, yeah software. i can tell it's uh, yeah there's some good mac going on there um if yeah. i dude i i bought a strategy guide for a game that's like a somewhat recent game. And I was just blown away that there was a strategy guide for it. I didn't use it. I bought it because it was a hardcover book and I just wanted it for myself. And it came with a little accessory too. Um, but Uncharted the Wild. 4. No, not Breath of the Wild. Oh! Uncharted 4. Had a, 2016. Yeah. yeah. Had a strategy guide. Yeah. The year before Breath of the Wild. Um, I was just, I was just, I mean, I used to work at Apple at the time. And I think I just went, went to Best Buy on my lunch break. And it was the day Uncharted came out. And like, I see this. And I'm like, this is incredible. Came with a little like coin. The uh, the limited edition game of Uncharted 4 came with a coin. I think that one was silver. But the strategy guide came with a gold version. And I'm like, I want that coin. <laughs> Here's my $80 or whatever it was. <laughs> whatever it was for the stupid hardcover. I still have it somewhere. I'm, I'll bring it up. When, when, the time, when the time is right, that might be a good show and tell. But yeah. 
I love that so much. It, what's weird is I own a strategy guide for a game I have not played <laughs> more than an hour of. And it was um, Star Wars Jedi Outcast. So Jedi Knight 2, I think that was. I don't know why I have it. Maybe it was a garage sale. It, it, it must have been cheap somewhere. Or like, I'm going to play this game on my original Xbox. So um, I never did. And now I own it, I think, for PS4 because the limited run games did a re-release of it. But yeah, I, like there, I own that and I've never played that game. Speaking of strategy guides, uh, I don't know like if this, if anybody else in the audience can relate to this. But in school, we always had like a free period. This is like elementary school. And the free period was you can just use it to read or do homework. So if you want, if you had a book or whatever, you could read. If you can do homework, you could do it. I would always just go through all of my games and grab all of the manuals out of the games, which that used to be a thing. And I would just yes. shove those in my backpack and I would just have an excuse to look at video <laughs> game stuff during reading period. And I was just sitting there looking through Need for Speed Underground 2 and Halo 2 and like the Shrek video game back when I was in like middle school, elementary school. And I'm just looking at like control schemes for games that I've played a dozen times. I'm just like, this is better than reading, I don't know, freaking whatever. <laughs> yeah. Limited run games come with booklets. That's amazing. So, so like Star Wars Bounty Hunter. It was a PS2 game, came out early 2000s, maybe like 01. The re-release, the port of it comes with one for PS4. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys brought this back. So good. Yeah. So I was just going to say, so for people who aren't familiar, these little clips on the side of your video game, you know, this used to hold a book. Those are there for a reason. There used to be a full-on... Sometimes they were like they there used to be like strategy guides. Some of them had that, but like mostly the instruction manuals, stuff like that. These used to be used, these little clips. Isn't it funny that they still throw them in there? Yes, like what what's the point of them? But yeah, sometimes they have like a little like flyer for like, you know, you know, buy the DLC yeah. or here's like a Mountain Dew code red or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Uh. That's absolutely hysterical. Yeah. I well, this is like a history one oh one lesson out here. Yeah. <laughs> for, uh, dude. Some uh, remnants of the gaming past so yeah my halo 3 strategy guide um i want to say my my dad had like la noir which i think would be a helpful strategy guide in some cases if you got stuck on on that's a huge game but just it's i they used to have shelves of these do you remember oh like, yeah the turn style at gamestop with absolutely like, as tall as you were all all the way down right it's it's crazy yeah you, you would go to like a midnight release and like you know you get your game behind the counter but then there was a stack of the strategy guy like at the front desk ready for you to grab like if you wanted it dude that's <sighs> good times I, I love gaming nostalgia i'll always always be a fan of it yeah me too uh, in terms of what else i'm playing i'm just gonna wrap it up quick my daughter daisy has caught the mario bug bad and i'm so excited about it so uh we've got man between like seven and nine Mario Switch games that are just in constant rotation. And we're loving every bit of it. Dude, she's good. She's all about it. Like that's her favorite thing right now, which makes me super happy. Um, we've been playing a little Odyssey, Mario 3D World, uh, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, uh, Mario Kart. And then she's been all about looking at videos for uh, basically games that are coming out. So trailers. Uh, so I we have not played Mario and Rabbids yet, which I know the sequel is about to come out, but that's a game I think we're going to purchase maybe for Christmas. Uh, but uh, she's all into that. And then we played demos for Yoshi's Crafted World and the new Kirby game. And, and it's so much fun, man. Those games are perfect for for two players. especially yeah, oh, for sure. You know, when when one is 
a kid. So I, I got to say, I've been having a blast with it. Like our Halloween outfits as a family are, are all Mario characters. Yes. That's so cool, yes. dude. That's so cool. Yeah. Good stuff. So um, been playing a lot of that. It's funny. I have like the para, the parental controls app now for the Nintendo uh, that you can have on your phone. And it just, it'll update once or twice a day. And it, it tells me a disgusting amount of hours. <laughs> like, was that me or was that Daisy <laughs> or both of us? It, it's bad. But uh, it's kind of cool. Like if, if you have kids, you can limit the types of games they play, what they play, how long they can play. You can freeze it at any time. Like it's it's pretty intuitive. So I got to say, check that out. That's cool. Uh, if that's a concern. That's a smartphone app? Yes. Awesome. I didn't know about it until I saw an ad for it. I'm like, I could probably use this. Oh my gosh. Let's get to the news, shall we? John. Phil Spencer. That's me. Phil Spencer. Coolest guy, I think, in, in gaming. Fortunately, represents Xbox. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. We love our Xbox. I love Xbox. We just, I lo- we're just joking about We just want to love it a little more right now. <laughs> we do. We just love our PS5s a little bit more, our Steam Decks, our Nintendo Switches. Oh, my gosh. The list goes on. Anyway, he tweeted out a congratulations to Fallout for being 25 years old. And in the image, as Phil often does, he'll have stuff on his shelves. He'll also put things on. He'll wear T-shirts. It, it doesn't matter. He, he's always putting these Easter eggs in. Uh, what we believe to be the device for the Xbox streaming service that is not a USB stick, but it looks like a little contraption, almost like the size of a webcam. You can see it hidden in the background. Uh, Xbox on Twitter got a little playful with him and said, hey, you're basically using an old prototype. Who knows if that was a part of it or not? I would assume it is. But anyway, maybe we got a little bit of a sneak peek at what the streaming uh, device will look like for Xbox. John, don't you love stuff like this? Like, I feel like that's the best way to put this stuff out there. I do, for sure. Uh, so I, I did bring it up on, on the screen here. So visual, you know, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can see this. It's kind of in front of our faces, but that's okay. Um, this was on the shelf. It was hidden there. It was, you know, Phil took this picture to kind of you know, talk about Fallout and there was something on there. If you look to the left of it, there's a there's a uh, Master Chief uh, Elite controller. And that thing is almost bigger than this xbox so I, i've had people say like oh isn't just the series s no first of all like the buttons don't line up and second of all look at that master chief elite controller right next to it that thing is could cover up this entire unit um uh, so this thing this thing's something different um th- so even before the xbox series x was revealed there was a rumor that there would be a cheaper skew and it would be streaming only so Series X gets revealed, then the Series S gets revealed, and we're all confused. Like, oh, the, it's just the less powerful. Like, everybody thought that we were going to go X Cloud only, like an X Cloud version, like maybe a stick, something like that. Uh, but the, the rumors never really died down. Like, everyone is always like, you know, Xbox is pushing cloud. They're they're putting a lot of money into X Cloud. Like, they're bringing new games to it all the time. So, like, it only makes sense that we eventually will see a streaming only box or stick or whatever. Um, so yeah, Phil, Phil tweets this picture out and like, all we can think of is like, it's tiny. It's an Xbox. Like it, it must be a prototype for, you know, that, the, the streaming only Xbox, who knows, uh, Xbox replying throws off the scent a little bit. Like, I almost think that like they wouldn't have said anything cause their tweet says, you know, Oh, you know, what have we told you? What have we told you about putting old prototypes on your shelf or whatever they said? I forgot what, exactly what it said. Like, I almost think that maybe if it was like actually meant to be planted they would have left it alone and just let that exist and let the like the internet run wild with it but again it's xbox who knows maybe this could be a second layer to it they just want to draw more attention to it i don't know i'm in the camp where i think this is like a real thing i think this is going to be like an upcoming an upcoming streaming device 
Uh, I think so too. And I, I think part of that is, if not all of it is staged and I'm fine with that. Like I, I love the cheesiness. I love the fun behind it. Phil's always been good at that. Uh, he's represented Xbox well in his entire time there, especially since he became the head of Xbox uh, just a few years back. So I'm all about this. I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to hear more details on it. Xbox, we need to win. We need we need to start talking about you again. <sighs> yeah, we, for sure. We did for a few days here. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think I remember. So I, I mentioned the Series X and the Series uh, S reveal. There was there was a, a a point where only the Series X was revealed, and the, like the cheaper model was still a rumor, and we weren't sure if it was a streaming only or if it was going to be something different. And Phil did like multiple Zoom calls with like his desk, and the Series S was like on a bookshelf behind him, and like before it was announced. So like that's you know, that that thing was out. That you can look that up and see like what that looked like. He had that just sitting there on a bookshelf. That's where I think like okay, he's done this before. This is no accident. No. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> no, actually, he can also congratulate an Xbox IP and Fallout yeah. now, right? To you know, it, it, it's twofold. So good stuff there. Love it. Keep it going, Xbox. Be fun. You know, do what you're doing for sure. But um, maybe, maybe also like put out a couple of games. <laughs> yeah, that would be advisable. <laughs> I, I would like to to play. Oh my gosh, what is it? Uh, Requiem. Uh, a Plague Tale that that's coming to Game Pass Day One. Yes, it is because they own that studio now. I, I would like to so, play. I would like to play the first one. I have not done that yet. Same, and I feel like I have that as part of like a PS Plus. Dude, title. we we own that like twelve times. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's on. <laughs> it, really? It's on. It's on Game Pass. It's on PS Plus. It's probably we probably have it on Steam. I'm sure Tim bought it on. Like we got it all over the place. <laughs> Honestly, I sh- I shouldn't even question it. Like odds are Tim we got it. it. I would put that as the first order. Like Tim on our Steam Deck share to Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, or Games with Gold, and then maybe PS Plus. Yes, for sure. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. I, that's the. I think that's the problem with me with playing games because it's so accessible. I'm like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. I it's, wish it was like a little. It's uh, definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing. But hey, man, we mentioned it. We talk about Xbox. And we joke. I, I told you this the other day. I'm about to to roll into my first ever period since Game Pass launched, where my my subscription is gonna expire. I didn't. Dude, I didn't up it, and I carried it over like I transformed from Game um, Gold Xbox Live Gold. Yes. Yeah. yeah, me too. And so it says I've been a member since like 2009, and that's gonna hurt me a little inside when I let oh, that go. Oh, it won't. It's not streak related. You you can you can lapse, and that that your nine still stays. Good to know. Yeah, they, they, it's yeah. There's there's no streaks. I've I've gone a couple months without having Xbox Live Gold. There's no way to differentiate if you if if you've had a, a gap in your in your subscription. Um, but yeah, Goodness. since since Game Pass has been out, I've been a subscriber. I mean, I'm always getting deals on that stuff. I'm always looking for ways to find it cheaper. But I have not played a Game Pass game since. I I don't know, dude. I think I maybe booted up Tunic when it came out. I played a little bit of that. Like I liked that game, but I fell off. Um, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out on Game Pass. I played a few hours of. I think you did on your PC, right? Yeah, that, that, that's what I did. That's that's about it, man. I have not played much Game Pass, and again, I'm not here to tell you that like Game Pass is bad or not. You know, not a good deal. It's incredible. Oh, sure. the, the value awesome. you can get from Game Pass, you pay pay twelve bucks or whatever it is right now. Like the the awesome games you can play on Game Pass right now, it's unheard of. But it's just you know, it's not what I'm looking for right now. I I do miss my Xbox. I I do for sure. So at one of these one of these points, I'm gonna boot something up and play it over there. To, it'll it'll be nice, hopefully. But um, the problem is the PS5's got my attention. The Steam Deck, my OLED Switch. It's so pretty. Ugh, man, it's just it's sad. 
Anyway, um, speaking of Xbox-owned studios, or soon to be, I guess, we might be getting another Crash Bandicoot game, and I'm pretty sure that we are. Uh, from Game Informer, looks like Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, is heading to Steam with Activision Blizzard announcing the news in an unorthodox fashion. The publisher also appears to be teasing the reveal of a new Crash game. The publisher spent a, a cent, a special Crash crash themed pizza box from aku aku's steam and pizza shack to influencers such as youtuber canadian guy a his unboxing video shows that the box is taped with a not so subtle message that crash 4 heads to steam on october 18th the game which launched in 2020 is currently playable on pc through battle.net battle.net additionally the box was also taped with a message that read hungry for more try our new wumpa pizza for 1208 Given that the Game Awards is set to air on December 8th, it appears highly likely we'll find out the nature of this title, rumored to be a party game called Wumpa League. Interesting. I didn't I didn't see the second half of that. I've 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 been following, I've been knowing that there's you know there's rumors and stuff like that. I didn't see this party game Wumpa League thing. Yes. So the rumor is a Smash Brothers-esque title with uh, Crash Bandicoot at the forefront, which is int- intriguing. It's intriguing. Me. I will say kind of a bummer i kind of just want them to make more crash games i don't know i'd like either a brand new crash game so a crash 5 essentially or another ctr uh, give me give me another ctr or hear me out and maybe this plays into it a little bit we uh we haven't got a remaster of crash bash which was the fifth game at the crash time. bash I played the heck out of that game with my my cousins. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was such a blast. And I think that would hit in such a fun way, especially in this day and age where everything's connected. We're playing online. We're streaming games. That was before all of that. That was PlayStation 1 era. Yeah. So give me a Crash Bash re- remaster and you've got me sold. But either way, Crash Bandicoot alive and well, right? Seems like it, it's going well here. Yeah, even more of even better news for me is that Toys for Bob is still kicking around. They they didn't they did, so there were there you know there was a not even a rumor there was a report after uh, Crash Four comes out about time that they kind of just took that studio and like dedicated them to like Warzone like support work. They were, yep. they were they were they were working with Activision on Call of Duty stuff. So everyone was bummed about that because you know they had made they made CTR they made Crash Four. It's about time. Like they're like you know they're out there making like incredible incredible platformers and super nostalgic stuff. And to see that Activision just takes them and throws them at a Call of Duty project was super sad. So I'm glad to see that they're they're still kicking around and they're still making their own stuff. I agree. Uh, I I can't wait to to see what that looks like. The Game Awards are always so much fun. Nowadays. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that. It's a big a live stream, I'm sure, just like we did last year. Oh yeah, uh, with with Crash, uh, look, you know, I, I would all but guarantee that gets revealed there. Because I think CCR was revealed at Game Awards. I think. Uh, I don't recall. I think it was. I'm yeah, sure you're right. And then also, we're. It sounds like we're going to find out about uh, Kojima's next game. Yes, uh, it obviously makes sense, right? But uh, on December eighth, so that could be a really big night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Can't wait, man. Not as big as last year with Star Wars, though. Dude, are you kidding me? What a time that Maybe was. we oh can actually God. see what that game is this year. I doubt it. <laughs> no. Quantic Dream, that game's I would love to. 2028. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is definitely a PS6 game. <sighs> so, uh, shifting gears here, CD Projekt Red, developer behind uh, the Witcher games as well as Cyberpunk 2077, a little bit of an unorthodox move here. They give us a roadmap for the next 10 years of planned development. 
that's a lot of time for things to change, if not go wrong entirely. But I think they're playing the long PR game. What did they, what did they announce? Five games. A brand new IP. A sequel for Cyberpunk, which has had a bit of a comeback here in the in the past month. I'm a happy big to comeback, see that. big comeback. Yeah, they put the the anime out. They put the next gen version out. People are people are loving their Cyberpunk right now. It's alive and well, so that's great. After a really really rocky few years, and a brand new Witcher trilogy. Now, I I like the I like a studio being transparent. However, I also think it can be really problematic. Especially when you're talking to gamers. We talked about it on a prior episode of Busy Sticks, where I think it's better that most studios hold their cards closer to the chest nowadays. We didn't know about, um, what's a good example of this? Guardians of the Galaxy until five months before it came out. It was announced that what was E3 and then it was released that October. I love that. We, sh- we should do more of that. So they're going the opposite way. And I think they're trying to build back some of the trust with the fan base, which I I think is just a slippery slope because if any of these development uh, processes change or get canceled or go wrong or get delayed, like there's going to be issues here. John, what's your take on them being so open about this and calling out their really ambitious plans for the next five titles? I'm of two minds about it. I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like I I enjoy what you're talking about. I like the surprises. I like the hype. I like you, you show me and then it comes out. Like I I like that kind of stuff. Like that makes, it makes sense. Like it's, it's the, it's, it's, it's the most consumer uh, approachable way to do it. Right. Like we get something, we see it, it's coming out soon, but we're, we're in the, we're it's 2022. Like there, you can't keep secrets like this anymore. So like, I, I almost am at the point where it's like, what are we even trying for? Like we talk about the movie industry. We know the next Marvel movies for the next 10 years, right? Like we, we know when the, the, the sixth Avenger movie is coming out and the fifth one's not even out yet. Right? Like we, these all have dates already like that. They, they're, they're so road mapped out because like, that's, that's the kind of money that takes, like that's the kind of planning it takes to make this stuff. Video games are the same way yet. For some reason, it's always been so secretive and it's been a lot of fun to do it that way. But I just don't know if that's feasible. We see stuff like GTA six getting leaked out and stuff like that. Like, like it, I, I just don't know if, if that that future is feasible for gaming um i think like cd project red's like what do we have to lose like yeah this is what we're working on like we, you know what's for two things cyberpunk and the witcher we're gonna we're gonna make another cyberpunk game the witcher guess what whole new trilogy that's the plan it's coming out like we're, we're doing it that's that's we'll show you more when we have more so i i see both ways i see how they could have driven more hype by maybe you know at you know e3 next year announcing the next witcher trilogy or even just the first game of that trilogy whatever like i see how that makes sense but i also see it's like i don't want it like the studio saying i don't want to get caught up in this hype anymore i don't want to get caught up in this like this this conversation work did i show too much did i show too little has it been too long am i not showing enough like when they're when's their next game coming talk and think about like wb and the the trials and tribulations of of wb and how long it took them you know to uh, to announce announce these two games that are coming out in the next you know 12 months whatever it is like the amount of dialogue that was like all negative about what are they working on what was canceled in the meantime like it's so tough to control that message it's so difficult for them and I, i don't envy that that being in that spot of trying to figure out like what's the best call like when do i announce this stuff so i i'm cool with it man like we know the studio for two things Put it out there. Put it out there. I I see what you're saying, but to me, it's so risky. Like gaming, I mean, <clears throat> look how poorly that launch went for Cyberpunk and all these these promises, if you will, that were not delivered upon initially, even maybe until now in some cases with the next-gen versions finally coming out. Or <clears throat> like you, you cite Marvel and 
that is a good example of a company saying, this is what we're doing for the next six years. But that's as safe a bet as I can imagine in, in the entertainment industry nowadays. Like that are, They're not even talking about Star Wars anymore that far in advance. Just Marvel. You got a video game studio here who has a successful franchise in The Witcher in part with their relationship with Netflix. And, you know, their very strong first trilogy of games that were critically well-received. You have Cyberpunk, like you said, who's got the really nice anime going on on Netflix and brought a lot of attention back to it. But my gosh, imagine if that first Witcher game just for some reason doesn't hit and they cancel the rest of that trilogy. Like, I feel like that's, that's yeah. a bigger problem. I don't, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And, and you bring up Star Wars. Star Wars is the exception, not, not, you know, not the rule. I think that like we know about like we know about Mission Impossible movies for years out. We know about the Fast and the Furious movies. Like there's so many of these movies. Like John Wick. Like I think John Wick Four was announced before Three came out. Like that. Like the Hollywood is so good about projecting that stuff out. Star Wars is the one where it's like yo that one struggled for a little bit. We had some issues. We have to like, we have to retone this and like play this one close to the chest. I think that's the exception. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal if they if they say, "Hey, th- these are our plans," and then maybe things go wrong, and like we 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 pivot those plans. Like, just you know, at, at, at least at the at the very least, stay transparent. If you if if you're having trouble with this first Witcher game, and maybe it doesn't sell well, or maybe something whatever happens, be transparent about the the roadmap going on. Like you, you've set this precedent that we're going to be transparent. Continue that, and I think we're all good. And you, know, to their credit, I think they did that in the year and a half leading up to cyberpunk's release, right? There were like four delays and it was almost a joke with the meme, with that yellow background yes. for the letterhead for the company yeah, saying those tweets we delayed cyberpunk again. So they did that and it was well received, but then the game was not well received and there were a lot of issues with it. And I think so, that's a very different conversation. I think like transparency, like between delaying stuff and like just being honest about your plans is way different than shipping a game that's broken. I got, and they did that. You can't, you know, you can't ignore that. They did that. But I mean, you could argue they weren't transparent with it because they were showing people these these previews on high end PCs, and then people get the game. Oh, well, it doesn't run up my system for sure. No, no, no. I'm saying like, yeah, that that they weren't transparent there. Like that that was an issue. But now, you know, now now they're attempting to be transparent, And, and they even started that after the launch of Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk comes sure. out, they acknowledge they acknowledge what's going on. It gets pulled. They're doing refunds, stuff like that, and they say, hey, we know this is broken. the The next gen version is not coming for a while. We are going to put out one, two, three, whatever, how many updates, and then the next gen version will eventually come. They 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 had this huge shell shock, and they realized that like transparency is key. We really messed up, and I think that's their plan going forward. Yeah, I I can see what you're saying there. Um, it, to me, I just I feel like it's. I mean, this might be a moot point, you know, but like where we stand now, it's it, it just seems bold to me that they're saying, "Hey, we're going to be doing this for forever." Yeah, uh, I hear you. In, uh, such a roller coaster development cycle that we often see in video games. Like it, it turns toxic quickly when it comes to a PR standpoint. Um, I'm rooting for them. I hope they do well. I I I own Cyberpunk. I played nine ten hours of it uh, when it did drop. So I played basically the Xbox One version on my Series X. Um, and it's a it's a universe I'd love to get back into one day. Same with The Witcher. Um, just haven't gotten there yet. So I am rooting for them. I hope it is successful, and I hope all these games hit. And I'm excited to see what that new IP is, that third IP, when they ev- inevitably get to that point. So love to hear everyone in the community's thoughts on this. Leave some comments below. Get involved with us on social media, please. Would love to hear your side of the story for this. Last news topic before we get into our favorite new game here at the Geekiverse. We're going to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. Dude, 
I I love this trailer. I am I, so excited, so hyped. Like my my expectations for this movie are really high. That makes me feel good. I I figured we'd be on the same page as as we often are, but man, this draft, I watched it with Daisy and we watch it at least twice a day. She'll oh, be like, yeah. "Dad, you watch the Mario trailer?" That's that's probably going to be her first movie in theaters. It comes out April 6th. We haven't taken her to one yet. Like that that's going to be it. It's That's, so good. It's illumination. Yeah, They're the masters, the modern day masters for uh, uh, anything animation. You got Despicable Me. You had the Grinch in 2018. They are masters of their craft and what they do. They're the perfect studio to bring Mario to the big screen. And it is gorgeous, man. We've got to play it right now. If you're watching the video, uh, the video podcast, man, like it is a beautiful, beautiful looking movie. I am so ready for this. Let's. I mean. All of it right off the bat. It's got the perfect blend of that quirky humor with a little bit of the intense nature of what you would expect a trailer to look like in 2022. Uh, let's talk about voice acting here. I am all in on Jack Black as Bowser. Dude, I, I I wasn't worried for a second. You you tell me Jack Black as Bowser. I'm like, oh my God, genius. Like he's going to crush that. And then and this trailer comes out and I'm like so excited to hear his voice. He crushes it, dude. It's so good. Uh, there. I mean, I think a lot of the casting is going to be a lot of fun. I think Charlie Day is Luigi. We didn't we didn't get to hear that. We got a small clip of Luigi just kind of running around at the end, but we didn't get to hear him. I think Charlie Day is going to be a killer Luigi. I think Keegan Michael Key as as Toad. We heard him. Oh my god, that sounds incredible. Chris Pratt kind of just doing Chris Pratt as Mario. Whatever, man. Like it's. I'm 100 percent fine with it. I know people like like love to hate. I'm, I'm fine with it. I it, it's it's whatever like I I'm not, not Charles Martinet like you're no. not unless you Charles Martinet like it's not gonna happen and and so that's not right no. and that Charles Martinet would not be a good take for this movie you don't want you don't want an hour and a half of it's a me <laughs> let's go like that's that's too much that's too much right but but you know we we finally hear his voice and it's like there there was a joke that came out like Chris Pratt did like an interview and he said it's a me Mario in his regular voice and then he laughed he's like no 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 I'm not I'm not giving you guys the voice yet. Bro, that was the voice. It's just you. Like it was the same thing. You did nothing different. So like, I'm not mad about it. Chris Pratt, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm in. It's gonna be okay. But like, maybe not the best call. Yeah, I, I've, I, I've no problem with it at all. I don't know. I, I'm into it. I, there's a little bit of that Brooklyn accent, but only uh, one of the lines. He, I, I don't know. The first line where he's like, "Where how are we?" Like it was just Chris Pratt, and then the second one was like, "Let's whatever he said." I got that a little bit. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm fine with it. However, it goes. I just think that like, I think there was better approaches to to uh, an animated Mario. Yeah, that that's totally fine. Um. I, I mean, I love Chris Pratt to begin with. I, I think that's going to be great. He, he's done. Oh my gosh, he's done a lot of voiceover work now. Um, he was in Onward. He was in the the Lego Movie. Like there, a lot of good stuff going on. In addition, obviously, to the live action stuff that we all love. But I'm a big fan of that casting. I love the direction of the movie. It feels very Illumination to me. Um, yeah, I mean, sign me up. I cannot wait to get to this movie. What's interesting is. Lauren, my wife, just does not like going to movies anymore. Doesn't care. Used to be there every movie with me. She's like, ah, I'm good now. But she goes, when does that movie come out? As after hearing this in the next room, I'm like, April. She goes, I'd go see that. I'm like, oh, yes, just right there. Family day. All of us are going. Yeah. So uh, good stuff there. I'm super optimistic. I think this is going to be out of the park. We've had some wins lately. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic, dude. Sonic 
Uncharted, I think, was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. Obviously, there's always misses in video game movies. That's the the long-running joke. But we've gotten some wins on the board here. Just saying. I feel like, um, I wouldn't say we've turned a corner, but some studios are starting to understand what yes. people want. They're taking it more seriously. Like, yeah, the Nintendo is heavily involved, like Miyamoto heavily involved in this movie. Like it's, you know, it's a partnership. It's not just like a license thing where it's like, yeah, we're going to give the, the Mario character to Illumination and they do what they want to do. Like this is, this is a partnership. This is a Mario movie in production done by, by Nintendo. So I think there's a lot to be excited about. That's the way it needs to be for sure. Um, so good stuff again. Check out the trailer if you haven't watched it in its entirety. You'll probably watch it a few more times through. Um, last thought on that before we we move on to guess the video game. Um, I love, love, love this iteration of the Mario theme. I love how... Yeah, in the trailer. Played, oh. Off and then we see Mario and it's just this this very background it's ominous almost. Battle. Ominous is the perfect word for that. Oh, it just it tugs at your heartstrings, man. Especially if you've been playing Mario for the last few decades, it's just so special. I think this is going to be awesome, man. Yeah, I can't I wait. Very very excited. Yeah, all about it. Well, I think it's about that time. It's it's at least John and, and I, our new favorite game here. We're finding our our footing a little bit. Uh, we've been playing other games, such as Guess the Star Wars character, Guess the Marvel character. And according to YouTube Shorts, you people love that content. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do more of it. We're going to do more short form content in the way of games and news bits, you name it. However, this is a little bit longer form of that. We're going to do uh, Guess the Game. I'm going to let John introduce it. If you haven't seen the last two episodes, it's my turn to to guess this week. But John take it away yeah it's simple it's simple so we, we've we've come down to uh 15 questions is probably the right amount we tried it with 10 and we're like wait a minute this is tough there's there's a lot of freaking video games out there um we've done it with 15 for the last two weeks and both my both josiah and myself still haven't gotten it we've we've gotten close and we feel like it's it's, it's still it's still good um so yeah 15 questions yes or no only i've got a video game in mind i'm gonna put it up on screen right now y'all can see it if you're if you're uh watching the youtube video it's up there it's hanging out so i've got the game in mind josiah gets 15 guesses and uh i've got the counter up joe whenever you're ready hit me with the first question all right let's do this uh i'm feeling good now ask me how i feel in four questions Uh. so uh was this game initially released in 2010 or after in 2010 or after no whoa yeah my approach a little bit uh oh curveball right away it's the playoffs baby <laughs> john i told you i don't keep up with baseball uh, okay uh was is this a uh is this game exclusive to either nintendo xbox or playstation yes it is it is exclusive to either exclusive. nintendo xbox or playstation is this game exclusive to Xbox? No. Okay. Is this game exclusive to PlayStation? Yes. Ooh, all right. Let's see here. Got your first yes on the board. <laughs> <laughs> so many people I want to thank. Um, so PlayStation exclusive. Yep. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Pre-2010, you said? Is that what you guessed? Yeah. Yep. So it would have released 2009 or earlier. Right. Originally. Is is this game 
part of a franchise or in other words it has sequels or is a sequel itself yes okay it is it sure is all right all right let's see is this a single player game yes it is oh look at these yeses (laughs) let's go three in a row baby Yes to the dress today. <laughs> yes to the um, dress. Is this game a platformer? No. Oh, okay. Change course. It is not a platformer. <clears throat> hmm. Mm, right. Indeed. So I could get a little more specific on the console generation. You're, you're at guess. seven guesses, by the seven. way. Okay. Okay. Um, is this did this game initially come out on the PlayStation 3 generation or during the PS3 generation? Yes. Okay. It did. Is this game uh developed by Naughty Dog? Yes. Okay. Yes it is. Is this game Uncharted? The first no, one? no, it is not. Okay. Is this game Uncharted 2? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah! We got it, baby. There we go. Uncharted 2. I'm sorry, wait a minute. Uncharted 2 what? Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, I mean. Drake, Drake's fortune. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh wait a minute we don't we might not have a winner here yet no i i was gonna say it but i i was worried i was gonna get the wrong subtitle uh, i don't know I if got, you got, uh, i'm waiting yeah i'm waiting i got i got all the time in the world i got plenty of hard drive space to record this podcast <laughs> <laughs> could go on for hours oh how do i not know this okay. i mean you don't know the answer then. what was the thief's end going backwards here okay you got yeah you got two of the four down Wow, this is the one that always sticks out to me. This is the oh subtitle gosh. that like I say when I think of Uncharted. Wow. What's funny is the one that sticks out to me is a Thieves End or Golden Abyss. Golden Abyss is a good one. That's yeah, that's probably the best one. Give For me sure. that remake. Oh, from the ground up. Put that on, but yeah. Please. Oh my gosh. Oh my I can't think of God. it. This is like Felicia Day earlier. It is. Um Yeah, I, I don't re- I don't recall. This is Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Among Thieves. Yeah, that's the one I think of for whatever reason. I think Uncharted 2 is like, other than 4, because I think 4 is like a step up in, you know, in, in a lot of ways. I think 2 is like the definitive Uncharted game for me of that first trilogy. So I always think of Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Uh, but yeah, great job, man. You got it, I think, at 11 questions, maybe 12. I might have forgotten to tap once. But yeah, 11 or 12, good job. First, uh, first successful guest the game here on Busy Sticks, man. That's... That's Sweet, dude, I'm excellent. feeling good. Good, all you right. should, that's, you should. That's not bad. No, uh, not bad it, at all. Writing down some of the questions that I was going to have to to kind of figure out a path helped a lot. Makes or, sense. You know, having gone through it with the two weeks that we played prior was was also nice. So sweet, sweet. Good job. And that man. was not like terribly long. Like that could almost be a YouTube short. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I even so, think I can cut some of those other ones together to make some to make some fun short stuff out of it. That's that's the plan in the future. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. So I'll come up with a game for next week. We'll have John take his turn at that. Yeah. Uh, 
Dude, what a, what a way to end this episode of Busy Sticks here. Fun, fun, fun. John and I love talking video games, and this is the way to do it. Um, John, we've got some good stuff going on at the Geekiverse. If people like Star Wars, what can they check out? And then also, if people want to help us out on Twitch, what what's a way that they can do that? Oh, I've, I've got answers for you, my friend. So if you like Star Wars, wow, what's happening in Star Wars? Star Wars Andor is live right now. And we're, we're through six episodes, and we've got the show for you. It's called Built on Hope. It is our, our weekly Star Wars Andor reaction show. We're talking all things Andor. We just recorded it. We had a blast. We actually had to talk episodes five and six because we missed a week. But that's because Josiah's a slacker. Uh, won't happen again he promises uh but yeah if, if you're on twitch and you want to support us twitch prime baby uh hit us up with a subscription if you have amazon prime you have twitch prime which means you have one free subscription use it on us don't just let it sit there don't don't give it to jeff bezos don't let him keep that money take it back take it back give it to us it's free click the button subscribe use prime we'd love it goes a long way it truly, truly does. We appreciate your support there. It's been great being back in the swing of things here. Um, you can watch all of our, our live streams at youtube.com slash the Geekiverse and twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. Uh, Tim Talbot is also going to start streaming mornings, uh, various video games on our channel. Can't wait to see what he's got cooking for that. Uh, we've got some fun fall games ahead here in the form of Gotham Knights. We've got Modern Warfare 2. We've got God of War Ragnarok. Good stuff ahead. Sonic Frontiers. I'm sure Tim's going to be into that. I'm, I'm excited for that one, dude. It's uh, That's one that I keep forgetting about. And then I see an ad for it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. How yeah, did I forget about this? It's a busy fall. Busy fall. A good one for sure. Uh, thanks for tuning in here. Uh, and then again, if you missed the live show, you can always watch it back on YouTube or download the podcast or stream it wherever you listen to podcast services around the globe. I'm Josiah Leroy for John Fick. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Busy Sticks. Episode 26, by the way, John. The Rasmus Darlene slash Thomas Thomas Matt Oh, Matt Molson. Got to mention Matt Molson. Got to do it. Uh, go Buffalo Sabres. Hope it's an awesome season and that we care well into March. That would be really awesome. That's my wish for this season. Um, yeah. So for John, I'm Josiah. We'll catch you all soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week.